Meridian. Good afternoon. Welcome to uh, Meridian Live. I'm Stuart Holliday, and it's my uh, pleasure to have Casper uh, Corius here from Estonia, uh, who is here uh, as part of the uh, Digital Leaders Exchange Program that's in cooperation with the White House, the State Department, and we're, we're honored you're here, Casper. Thank you. Honored to be here. Thank you. Great. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're up to uh, in Estonia, and I, I noticed that you've, you're leading something called the e-residency program, but tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, so in general, Estonia is very highly uh, advanced society in digital ways. Yes. Uh, everything is done using ID cards, uh, people vote using ID cards, people declare taxes, it takes minutes, digitally signed documents, and it has been there for 15 years. And now what we are doing with e-residency is that we are running a country without borders, that we don't only serve people who live in Estonia anymore, but we start serving everybody globally so that everybody globally can become our digital citizens. Interesting. And what is the objective of, of this? Is it, a public, is it a public diplomacy objective, a commercial objective, uh, in, governance? If I can be honest, it's pure business yeah. uh, as a government because we have only one million people inside Estonia. Yeah. Now there is basically three billion people who we can serve, who we can offer services. As, as everything is digital, it doesn't hurt us to offer them to everybody else also. And why do you, Estonia has a reputation of being at the forefront of the digital revolution and very, very technologically advanced. Why Estonia? What were the drivers of this? It's a great question. Um, we have to say, like, after the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991, it was just a fresh start. And digital society possibilities were already there to actually implement all those things. And just 17 years ago, some guys made correct decisions, and now it's very scalable. Mm-hmm. And uh, and some correct decisions were there that um, that every person has digital name first of all my name is three eight seven one two zero one two seven nine six and because my name is digital I can use digital services and second thing is that government has agreed how we exchange data and this is important different institutions can exchange data and these kind of technological developments help now us to push forward and to excel in different uh, domains. And uh, Estonians have always tried to be like the Nordic country and this huge urge and push inside to take us to next level, not like 5% increase in GDP, 100% increase in GDP every year. And how do we like double up our economy every year? And this kind of huge kind of push, like we see even from private sector, it's normal that you think big. Uh, but as a, our government is very small, then we manage to think big also as a small mm-hmm. government. Yes. And... You know, it's interesting uh, whether it's Estonia or Singapore or, you know, countries that have uh, to look for ways of spurring innovation. And um, what, uh, in terms of the the a program that you're pursuing, what are some of the services that you could get by being a participant? Yeah, the main service is uh, business environment. So e-residents internationally um, join e-residency. They get digital ID card and then they establish company in the EU. Then they establish bank account. Oh, I see. They get some PayPal, some payment providers, and they run their businesses. So wherever they are traveling now around the world, they can stay, take their business with them using digital. Then they can sign all the contracts, they can access all the services. Wow. And it really solves the financial exclusion in the world because most people today don't have access to financial services, can't mm-hmm. accept foreign currencies. But through digital identity, the platform which we are offering through Estonia, mm-hmm. they have all the access. And how do you make sure that uh, 
the wrong people, for example, aren't going to use this. Yeah. For so far, we have seen that the people who want who have bad intentions don't want to give fingerprints to a government, don't want to do digital transactions where every transaction is seen, uh, all the shareholders are public, all the tax information is public. They want to go to places like Panama where you can hide or where it's secret and where you can pay in cash. So the transparency really helps us to invite only good behavioral people. Well, I know uh, all, many countries, including Panama, are trying to move to a more digital um, you know, platform so that they can uh, uh, have the kind of transparency that you have. Um, so uh, what does it mean for Estonia to be uh, in Europe today? How does it think of that identity? Obviously, it's a former Soviet uh, republic, but it had its own very distinct identity and uh, in, 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 in has emerged from that and wants to continue to be, you know, in, in the West, but with a, a view of being a bridge, really. Uh, Estonians... And I can say all the ex-Soviet Union countries, they really love EU, we can say that, because the digital single market is bigger. Um, all the values don't match all the times, but economically it makes sense to be part of that. And Estonia is part of Eurozone, OECD, NATO, EU, so as many clubs there are, Estonia tries to be part of that, because as a small government and identity, you you need to make yourself bigger, you need to yeah. make yourself more viable, and this is how we do. Uh, but of course, there are today many challenges inside the EU, uh, which needs to be solved. Mm. And have on this program, have you met some interesting people, and have you been able to share ideas about some of the challenges facing others? Uh, definitely. And speaking about the EU, uh, Brexit is a very hot topic at the moment, and how EU residency can be helped and so, uh, like um, uh, solution for them if uh, UK citizens are not part of the EU, how to EU residency, they can still live in the UK, can be part of the EU business-wise. Mm -hmm. And here also, we have lots of international people and how through digital channels uh, we can help them. And actually a new thing what we do is a government as a service, which means that we offer our own services to other governments. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, we can help other governments to declare taxes and we just take a little cut. Mm -hmm. So here, the environment is very good actually to discuss those things and learn ourselves also what other governments have done good because yeah. every government can't be best at everything. You know, each, each of us are best at something and just to learn what are the other things, what other have succeed. And, and where have you traveled in the US or where will you travel? Oh, in the US, I'm here after a few months, so usually in New York and San Francisco, but also in Boston and Seattle. And, uh, but uh, San Francisco. Nowhere in between? There's all this country. So in now I'm going to Detroit because of this program. So yeah, I'm good, very, good. I'm very happy about that to see their experience. And I'm very, I have very high hopes on that because yeah. if you can start not from scratch, but start from a position where you don't have so many legacy systems. Yeah, that's a very it's, interesting takeaway from... Yeah, very, very much potential. And Detroit certainly meets that criteria. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, thank you very much for sharing uh, some of your time, and we wish you really good luck and uh, thank best you. wishes to you. Thank you. Thank you. Live at Meridian.